0: Let's go while we're young.
1: literally just talking to me. We're about to come on like, Maria, shut up. <laughs> we're on in like two seconds. It's like the wrapping up the song. And you're like, ah, I'm kidding, I tease her. We love her. <laughs> we're, having, um, we're having some technical bugaboos here. Um, you know what? Uh, we were supposed to have uh, two guests on tonight. We we're having some technical issues with the one. Um, I guess we're just gonna have to try to reschedule with her. Um, Hi, everybody. <laughs> Get a drink and take a seat. You're in the back room. Home of technical issues since about 10 minutes ago. Happy New Year. I am your old pal, Gary Williams. Hey, New Year. Same old, wonderful, adorable me. You're welcome, to society. All right, let's get to it. Uh, my co-pilot on this airship of hilarity. What? Uh, you know her, you love her. Your internet girlfriend, Maria Jarrell. There she is. Gerald, by the way, sanitize for your protection.
0: Listen, it's cold and flu season. You yeah. got to be clamped down on that shit,
1: baby. Yeah, because you know, now you sent me that one. <laughs> Is there something I need to know? No,
0: oh. no, just I am just telling you that, you know, working out, working in a school with tiny humans who right. carry who like to stick fingers in all kinds of orifices. Right. And on surfaces.
1: Yeah. Our guest is, is checking I, his head. I yes,
0: am, I am. I have not used this much sanitizer since March of 2020.
1: So that, oh, there you go. Um, all right, let's check the lady poopington check it in with a hi. There you go. Means so far the chat's working. <laughs> um,
0: well, good because last time we were we were on the chat was not working. Yes, so. we had
1: YouTube chat issues. It's so Hey, man, simple. like I always say, we're at the mercy of the internet. It's guys like me and our our guest clogging up the internet with porn that makes these very issues happen so um all right let's get maria happy new year by the way and happy to you new and year everyone too. our viewers yes um as you can see maria mentioned to me when i when we first i i'll go to, to the one shot i still have a tree up down here and have some lights on and it's you know festive. what fuck yeah we do you know why because it's, you know, the whole point of lights and things at Christmas time, you know why? It's because of, you know, nighttime, winter. The idea is to add light to the winter blues. So, mm-hmm. you know what? What the heck? I'll probably be gone by the next show, but we like, to believe... and actually we have an upstairs tree that we uh, kind of transition into a Valentine's Day tree. Because why not? We're nothing if not romantic. Marie, you look very short right. in your shot today. Why don't you, there you go. <laughs> Is your chair lower? I don't know. No, um, my
0: spine is. That's spine the way is? it goes okay. sometimes.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, I'm working uh, on my
0: old. I'm working on my old woman hump. I have to. Your old lady okay. hump. My your, old lady your, hump. Your,
1: your lovely lady. hump? My lovely humps? old
0: lady hump. Your humps. Your Just humps? the one. Just the one hump.
1: What? Uh, hold on. I don't want to. hump? What hump? What movie? I know my. I know our guest knows it. All right. You know what? Oh, <laughs> there you go. Tracy checking in, saying hi. Good so far. The chat's working. Um, oh boy. It looks like a Um, Do me a favor, one of you, somebody. Oh, you know, what? I'll do it on my phone. I'm going to go and see if it's because it's our first time here. We are simulcasting from not only YouTube, but we're also doing it on Facebook. Um, and I'm hoping that I get enough internet juice. Um, where the hell is it? I should be on uh, the internet juice. Uh, let's see this. Yeah, there you go. I see it coming through okay. Yeah. Huh um so let's get the plugs things out of the way um as people already see join us in the chat um i think we're holding up on youtube i mean uh, on facebook sorry i'm really frazzled we have some technical gremlins before the show mm-hmm. so um all right so as you can see you can join the chat and also if you happen to be catching us on facebook uh you can also join the chat we can actually bring both in um, don't forget to like stuff. You know how it works, people. It's 2022. Don't make me beg, please. 23, 2020. I keep saying that. Ah, And I know I know. after the Chinese New Year for a while, I'm going to put year of the cat, but it's the year of the dog. I know I just got to keep putting it on my checks, you know, a little <laughs> Chinese New Year joke. That's the kind of show this is. Um. And Maria, say the phrase about the like button that I hate saying. So,
0: oh, oh, we're going to. Well, we don't smash that like here. Right. right. We just we just we we gently caress that like so
1: there you go exactly um also sorry i'm checking my notes here um as i said we are also streaming on facebook yes ross he does uh he has got these doggy traders i do youtube facebook linkedin and twitter so glad that i do so that i can get i know you use restream demographics good to see your show doing so well um I know you, you're a, (laughs) you know what? We're going to, we're going to diverge a little bit into stream geekiness. Um, I know (laughs) you use Restream uh, and I know you're mostly software um, based. I use hardware. I'm a hardware guy because as much as I use computers for things, I don't totally trust them because for me, computers want to do everything else. And they they do a lot of stuff well, but the stuff I'm using, it just does this. But absolutely. If it works, it works. And everyone should live stream if and whenever they can. Nikki checking in. Guys, I apologize. I don't know what's going on. Facebook is fine. You look great. Oh, Nikki was going to be on the show, but we're having Thanks, Nikki. I don't know. Ross! That's right. She knows Ross. Everybody knows Ross. Call him Rusty. But he was a kid, but he's not a kid anymore. Um, All right. That's it. Um, So we're streaming on Facebook, too. Uh, Anybody? Oh, yeah. You guys are watching on... Thank you, Nikki, for letting me know that it's 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 uh streaming pretty well on Facebook. And assuming YouTube's holding up. Um, we, Maria, yes, finally, Garrett. officially have a premiere date for the show that the world's anticipating. Gary has friends. There it is. Boom. Look at that. February no, yes. Losing- January 20th. It's a Friday, eight yes. o'clock, on this very YouTube and well, it's just exclusively on Facebook, but I'm probably gonna you know, also because it's only going to be on this started on my personal Facebook page because, you know, whatever. And we'll see how it goes. And if people like it, I'll probably wind up simulcasting it to YouTube anyway. We'll or or post a recording of it, that kind of thing. Um, So that's exciting. Exactly. Lady Pumington, woohoo. Ross, <laughs> right back in Nikki, woohoo. I'm a long-haired daddy, jet ski riding human daddy. That's right. It's my favorite Leonard Skiddard song. And also, we have the, uh, where'd you go? The schedule coming up. Obviously, today, if you found it, January 10th, Nikki, unfortunately, couldn't be with us, but she's with us in the chat. Um, So actually, anything I mention, Nikki, feel free to comment and I'll read it. Yeah. Um, And Larry coming in uh, on the 24th, we have Jack Billings Presents. Uh, Jack Billings Presents is a scripted comedy podcast um, and you'll recognize one of the names if you're a long time backroom listener and person, uh, Matt Deterior, who has been on this very program, the audio version, and we also used to produce the show that he would do, him and his writing partner, Michael Kobe uh Colby have made uh there's actually two instances of the show and they're fun guys it'll be good to learn how to you know what goes into making a scripted podcast you know cuz they use voice actors Larry our guest I know you know a lot of people that have been on it but I'm, and uh so that'll be fun and then on February 7th a a long time friend of mine she is a um or, I, orthopedic surgery nurse? Is that the one with the bones and the muscles? Yes, I, can, so I orthopedic. Can, can show how dumb I am. She's <laughs> going to be taking, in, I believe in April, a medical mission trip to Honduras. How amazing is that? They're going to help mm-hmm. people get some medical care that couldn't otherwise either have access to it or afford it. And that's really interesting because we need a lot of love and good vibes out there in the world. And she is doing that very mm-hmm. thing. So look for that. Um, that's it. Let's go back to the chat. Ross, you just became a trivial pursuit question. One (laughs) spinoff. What? Oh, yes. I adopted. Yes. What spinoff in the back room? What? What spinoff in the back room debuted on January 23rd? Ah, yes. Sure, because clearly the masses will be asking for that. Mm. All right, so we that's it. Um, our topic today, we have a topic today. We don't always have a topic, but we do today. It is a um, kind of a serious topic, a kind of a whatever. You know, we always talk about the back room, of course, the show and the idea of the back room was born in the back of a bar. Um, but today we're going to be talking about addiction and recovery, um, but of course, we will do it in our own unique Beck Show way. We'll have fun with it. Our guest is a fun guy. And uh, so let's get that. To s- Again, we are scrambling here because I had the show set up for four, but not three. So, all right, <laughs> let's bring him in. There's an old pal of mine um, who's been working the program for nearly a quarter of a century. Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Mr. Larry Fetcho. There he is. How's Larry! How's it going? Larry, do me a favor. Bring either sit up or pull the top of your laptop down a little bit. Your little you look. there you go. I mean, you're not the world's tallest guy, but there you go. Can everybody hear Larry? Okay, let's go back to our. There he is. Oh, can you hear me? Where'd you go? Hey, there he is. Um, yep. Lady pooping. Then I forget what it was. Tracy, hi, Larry. You know. Nikki what? said hi, Larry. Nikki hi, got to see Larry very briefly <laughs> before we lost <laughs> connection and things got everything. wonky. Um, now, like we said, this is a serious topic. Um, oh yes. To hearing Larry. Thank you, honey. Um, this is a serious topic, but of course we will do this in our own unique backroom way. Let me give you a quick little background. Larry and I go back, what, 25 years. I met you on the tail end of Bender Larry. So that's who I met. I met just before I maybe, I don't know, maybe you met me and you're like, Hey, there's a guy that's got it all together. I've got a, probably not. Probably not, but um, the foundation of our relationship is built on teasing, insults, and busting each other's balls into a fine powder. Is that not correct, Larry? It,
2: it is. I actually, I don't understand why I'm on the program because I never drank ever before or, or did any drugs. So, I uh, know why.
1: Larry, um, and I say this with respect, you did all the drugs. You did all <laughs> the drinking. I did. Yeah, I did. there are many bear uh, bears. What there are many bars in the Reading area who may have gone out of business within six months of your getting sober.
2: Me, me and a friend actually kept the downtown tavern in business one whole summer. They were going to close. Right. We said no.
1: <laughs> we just started bringing people in, and oh, like, no, no, you can't do it. You can't do it.
2: <laughs> Not at my favorite bar. You know.
1: That's fucking funny. Um, all right. So we were going to talk to Nikki is a certified um, recovery specialist. Nikki, in the chat, if you can, give us a quick, and I know it's hard because it's so much to write, but, you know, a little bit of like what you do, if you can, or, you know, I can, I know it's hard to write, but, uh, but Larry, um, tell us a little bit about what brought you to recovery. You know, I know, I know it's a lot's a big open-ended question, but like take us through the last year or so, see what you can do there.
2: Well, uh, you know, I really have to go back to my brother Steve. Steve, uh, who two years ago sadly passed away from COVID, mm. um, but mm. he was a major drug dealer, addict, drinker, trash can drug addict in the, in the town. And uh, he was a mess. He, he turned our lives, our young, he was 12 years older than me, turned our lives upside down mm. when we were kids. He, he was a hippie. Uh, at the time, we're going back to the late 60s, early 70s. And um, anyway, uh, he somehow, uh, one night when he was about 26, 27 years old, woke up with his face plastered to uh, the alleyway, frozen, a bunch of like about, he said, about $100,000 out of his pocket uh, sticking out. And he decided it was time to get help. And uh, hmm. kind of, you know, my, I had a bunch of uncles too who were drunks. They weren't drunk people but they were drunk and he kind of broke the uh, the the chain of alcoholism and addiction in our family anyway he kind of passed the drug addiction and alcoholism over to me and uh, i, I kind but, of but, wanted, but
1: there, there's something you don't want to necessarily inherit right there you go no <laughs> no and
2: it's a disease i mean people don't want to hear that right. they say you know right. it's, we have a you know it, it is a disease there it's a progressive disease and, um, uh, and it's a family thing, you know, it, it, and it skips generations many times. And, uh, me and my brother got it big time. Now I was never like quote as bad as he was. Right. So it was very hard for me to go, well, why am I'm just having fun. I'm out there just partying. What, you know, like leave me alone. Right. Um, so anyway, the last year, um, you know, it got to the point where I go to the bar and they're like, they'd say, what do you want to drink? And in my head I'd go, boy, I'm really not in the mood. Like go get a steak somewhere or go mm-hmm. see a movie or go do something else. And there was like a magnet in my ass, like sticking myself to the, the, the bar stool.
1: And, and it I, was, it, it, it's kind of, let's see, let's try to go back to the shot. See if, yeah, there we go. I think we fixed it. And it's kind of the safety of like, it's comfort, you know? Like, yeah. you know, the people, cause I mean, I, I, again, I, you know, I'm not, I, I'm on a sort of a little break to almost two year big drinking, you know, I don't think I was maybe, I don't know. It was kind of bingy. I wouldn't, have, if I wasn't an alcoholic, I was alcoholic adjacent. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but, so I know what you mean. There's a comfort, a familiarity and let's be honest, booze and drugs, they make you fucking feel pretty good for a little while. Sure. They fucking yeah. do. You know, that's the part you that we don't to, want to admit. Yeah.
0: Alcohol. Used but then to and that's the thing too, right? You feel like you're going to like, this is what I do. This is it. This is this is me. This is, you know, right. This is what I right.
2: this is where I go. This is what right. I do. Right. And, and but the insanity of in my head going, I don't want to I don't want to do this. You know, right. I, I, I go like go to a movie, go do something else. Go go back and do theater. I stopped doing theater. And um, really, what was that? that Pretty much, you know, I really, you know, was working at a bar and blah, blah, blah. And I just, I got to the point where it was like, this is sick. Like, you can't, you know. So finally, I went to my brother. At uh, He had been sober many years. I, I voided him like the plague. Uh, he And he was a
1: major... Uh, quitter, right? That's what you yeah. were thinking. Quitter.
2: Yeah. In fact, my best friend who drank, you got shirts when I got sober, said, I'm not a quitter. It's kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Steve, I went to Steve and he, he was a big uh, therapist in, in the, our area and Texas. actually did some major rock bands in the country and blah I won't say who they are, but um, he did that. Anyway, I went to him around six o'clock that evening. Uh, it was j- June 17th. and I said, I think I got a problem. Nothing where has worked out in my life. Everything is bad. People who hate me, I'm always you know always in a situation. He said, well, I've been trying to tell you for a long time, you're a drunk. And if it quacks like a duck and walks like a duck, must be a duck. Every time he said that, I wanted to punch him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I heard that. And he said, look, just maybe get two weeks, go to some AA meetings, see what it feels like. No drinking, no drugging. So that, the moment I left, I went right to the bar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the on Bistro, which is no longer there on Greenwich, uh, right. a couple blocks from his place. Right. And uh, I drank until 11.59 that night, June 17th. Mm. And I remember I had Alizé, this uh, cognac fruit drink, and champagne. I used to drink champagne at the ghetto bar because I thought I was Yes, uh,
1: I do remember uh, champagne, Larry, yes. And I
2: thought I was so incredible. I was Frank Sinatra, you know? <laughs> and well, I raised my glass and said, you know, this is the last drink I'm ever going to have. And I raised it up and I slammed the drinks and everybody, la- I said, that's it. I'm done. Everybody laughed. You'll be back tomorrow, lar, blah, blah, blah. I left and literally went to, I detoxed on a friend's porch. I don't know if you remember David Camioner. No, I don't. Uh, okay, he used to write all around the town that, uh, I had a, I had a crazy newspaper. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that paper.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, uh, he, uh, so we did that. Uh, and he, his, his wife, uh, at the time was in recovery and I went on their porch. It was hot. It was June, June 18th. I was kind of sweated out, whatever. And I went to my first a, a meeting with her the next day in Mount Penn. And, um, I haven't had a drink since. So oh, it's been almost wow. uh, 24 and a half years. Yeah.
1: Cause it was um, yeah you 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 were you were a good time Charlie there for a while right I mean it, it's I mean if it was in front of you you tried to well, I mean I'm not you know I'm just saying right it, it's yeah. it and and I don't I don't know how personally you want to get I mean I know I know there were obviously you split I don't know I mean so it doesn't necessarily I mean people split all the time for different reasons but I mean I uh, know that, that a I'm factor or.
2: Uh, you know, it had a lot to do with drinking. I, you know, she just would blow my high, you know, and, and it was, you know, I knew that I was living a lie. You know, I, I kept trying to be married and have kids. And, you know, my daughter was getting older. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, I guess, was about 11 or 12. And she was starting to, you know, she's a pretty smart cookie, always was. Yes. And she was starting to pick up on shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was another thing in that last year where I'm going like, I'm going to lose these kids and, and, and whatever. And, uh, and that was really scary because, you know, I, I, it's not like I didn't want kids, but I wasn't ready for kids when we were planning to have kids.
1: Right. And she, you know, my
2: ex-wife wanted kids
1: and
2: sort of obligated.
1: and Right.
2: And we had a kid.
1: Let me jump in here. Let me give a quick little background. I, and this will tie into all this. I met Larry through local Reading Theater. Now, Larry is a Broadway baby from day one. He he. When he was a young man, there you go. Other way, other way, Larry. Go the other it's, way. It's weird. The other way. <laughs> there it's you opposite. Go. There you go. It's opposite. It's weird. I don't know how weather people do that shit. Um, I met Larry doing theater. Um, and he, uh, yes, Larry's a Broadway baby. I know when you, when you were a young man, you worked for producer Joe Pap. You know that's where you saw yourself. You saw yourself. You know, in New York and stuff like that. And when Larry and I really got to become friends is Larry wrote a play. Not terribly, not not too loosely or whatever, um, based on his life. Um, you know what? Very quickly. There you go. Let's check in. Corey Mason checking in with the, yeah, there you go. Corey just passed a year alcohol-free. Awesome. There you go. My nephew. 481 days, we do recover. There you go, brother. Proud of you. Keep on going. One day at a time. Absolutely. There you go. Um, And Larry's play, I played Larry essentially. um, And it was pretty (laughs) damn raw. This is uncanny, baby. I'll tell you. you. We
2: we tried to get a better looking guy. Ouch. Larry was available. Ouch.
1: (laughs) And you thought we're never going to. Okay. Hold on. Listen there, um, model Tay Diggs over there. All right kind of thing um so that's where larry and i really so like i said i saw tail end as we all know you know stars the brightest just before it burns out kind of thing so um but i'm here to say that even after i was recovery larry is the same lovable asshole that i knew then and still is all right
2: and i think you bring up a good point you know you don't you know, I made some changes, some major changes, not just drinking, because it's not alcoholism, it's al- It's not alcoholism, it's alcoholism. Right. So I didn't make a lot of changes. I'm a, a nicer person, I'm a better person today. I have my faults, I'm not perfect, but much better. I'm much more aware when I'm a dick. I much. I'm. <laughs> I apologize much more quickly. Right. Uh, I will look at my part in whatever it might be, even if it's just the little part. So that's That's AA, and that's what you learn. Right. And but you know, you're right. You know, you, it's, it's a growth thing Mm -hmm. and it's not Mm -hmm. just about, you know, drinking is but a symptom of our disease. Okay. And that, like you talked about New York, I was in New York, I was working for a Broadway producer, Alexander Cohen, Joe Papp. I did all kinds of things, but the alcoholism, not that I lost jobs Mm -hmm. because of it, the alcoholism just always got in the way. Yeah. And, and I, I would get depressed and I'd get lonely. And then, like, New York, I didn't like because I was depressed and lonely. So mm-hmm. I'd come back to Reading and it just, you know, I would make decisions like, oh, I'm 21, let's get married. You know? yeah. <laughs> like,
1: and not that, that, that to get too fucking philosophical here, but I mean, any, that is kind of the point, isn't it? Anyway, of, of being a human is trying to continue to be the best version of yourself, and life's fucking hard enough. Enough shit gets in the way, mostly ourselves. So like you're saying, once you start throwing in, you know, because I think a lot of times it can give you this false sense of confidence or false sense of you know, whatever. And you're right, but at the end of the day, you sometimes you find out, wow, that is just another hindrance, you know? I mean, yeah. it, I, I feel was, like... Go ahead, Maria. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm
0: sorry. I just was going to say, I feel like sometimes, especially with creatives, you know, you feel like you have to like, oh, it's going to give me my I'm, I'm going to have that gives me my edge. Yes. You know I have mean? a question like, about it makes that. Me, makes me think about outside the box or I'm right. You know, I'm not going to be, you know, uh, with comedians a lot of time. I'm not going to be as funny if I'm not if I don't have a drink right. or it's just going to loosen me up and I can be, you know, uh, it'll 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 give me less inhibi- inhibition. So I'll be able to, right. you know, write that joke that might not I might not right. be I might not attempt if I wasn't, right. you know, uh, have that. Have that behind me or something
1: you're, like that. You're exactly right, Maria, and that is exactly good. Good on you. Exactly, was a question I have for Larry exactly, Larry, of course, working in the arts, being a director. I stole his notes. No, no, you're a genius. That's it. Hey, we you know what. Two people, one brain. You know, Maria's yeah. my pod. I call her my podcast wife. Um (laughs) exactly. So exactly, Larry, as a director, as a person, as a writer, I mean, exactly. Do you see that a lot where people are afraid to, you know, that they're gonna you know lose their edge? Because I do get it, because after a few beers, you know, because it brings, like I said, brings confidence and brings delusion, you know. I call myself after a few beers, I call myself Professor Gary, (laughs) because that fucking guy knows everything. You know what I mean? So what would you what would you say to people that are concerned about losing their spark?
2: No, well, it's all bullshit, uh, really. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's it's procrastination, actually. That's what happens is like instead of doing stuff, I would go. Oh, I'll go drink. You know, I right. mean, you know, I would I, I would have never written that play until I decided to not be a drunk. Now, I was, you know, all, all drunks are mostly survivors and they get things done. But it always sort of fails in the end. It never quite you never quite. Get there. Hmm. You never quite, you know. You're like you sort of get there. Yeah. You know? And there are some people who are like major stars. Look like at you know Robin Williams and stuff like that. But you know, that's a different breed. But you know that it, it doesn't make you. I mean, unless you drink a very little, like you have a glass of wine to relax.
1: Or right. Something. George Carlin uh, used to joke about uh, the when he was writing his jokes. He like he would write the joke out, take a few tokes, punch up time. You know, and of course <laughs> he's joking about it, but. <laughs> You and, know but it really I don't know for me it has opened me up and right.
2: stopping drinking and drugs. Right. you know now I you know for me I wasn't the, a major drug addict. drinking was my buddy right. you know alcohol was my friend I did certainly had my cocaine nights and my you know uh you know yeah yeah, and yeah. I had great times with meth um <laughs> and and we used to get these socks in which you can't get anymore this like clinical speed it was like you know, yeah, well, and
1: I got a guy liar. We'll talk to the show. Yeah,
2: okay. uh, <laughs> we could drink, man, dude. We could, I could drink. I had such a capacity for alcohol
1: right.
2: that, and I, I think. And what was old, your, what, what was your team, booze of choice? Uh, what was? Oh, I drank everything, but gin especially was mother's milk. Jesus, uh, yeah, I liked to actually. Water fluid. Back in the day. I don't remember Alfie's. It was out there on near the Walmart. No, actually, there's a bank there. It's the Stone of the Walls. The oh, on there. Temple. Out, no, no, out by Walmart in. Oh, uh, why missing? Why missing there? Okay. Here's a, a bank that has stone walls. That was part of Alfie's. It was oh, an okay. old stone Crazy place. They used to have two for one back then and mm-hmm. happy hour. And I'd get, I get. I used to get triple gin on the rocks. I would get two ounce glasses of gin. Wow. We would slam them. Okay, slam them. Okay, and then do four shots of Yukon Jack. Wow. And honest to God, t- t- I threw up twice in 19 years wow and, wow. and if i threw up more i would have gotten sober quicker <laughs> okay
1: fair enough that. yeah yeah i
2: keep growing up
1: yeah and
2: um you know i had a capacity i would i would buy a gallon of like you know that gallo wine or whatever right. I take and drink it in an hour wow and i tried to drink a gallon of water in an hour couldn't do it you
1: can't do it it can't be in done morning, no you know there, there's always memes about that about like eight beers no, you no problem. Eight glasses of water in a day. Good luck. It's like, yeah, exactly. I remember there's something and I wrote it down because I want to forget it. I remember you said something. This is years ago. And this is something that I think people who are maybe new to recovery or think maybe, and I, like we you said, you're never really over the hump. I mean, maybe you get over some, some stages, but you said, I remember this, beware of celebration. Do you remember that? Do you Remember yeah, saying yeah. that? because yeah. I think what you said you meant was is that people go oh I got this I'm good oh I can have that beer at the wedding oh I can do that or you know and I would, and that stuck with me because you're right you have to be you know there's a certain amount of vigilance I think of course there's got to be you know certain things you avoid you know
2: oh my god I mean it it sits on your back it 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 waits it's like that little devil there
1: right. and it
2: just waits for you to go be in a vulnerable situation and then you make that decision. You go, ah, oh, you know, what's one beer or a glass of wine? I mean, come on. And yeah. I know people who have done that. They've, you know, I don't have a judgment on it. Right. Um, but they, you know, they thought they could do it. And, you know, for a couple of weeks, they're great. Glass of wine here, beer yeah. there. All of a sudden, three weeks later, right. back to the graces. Yes. And the thing about the progressive disease thing I was talking about, I was told that if I were to start drinking now, this is 24 and a half years later, I could probably drink more. Than I did back then because really? it, the disease in your brain grows. Huh. Okay? Mm. So at first, I might get drunk and be a little crazy. I was going to
1: say your physical capacity at first. Yeah, but but...
2: not the capacity would get even worse. Really? Yeah. That's now, interesting. You know, drugs, uh, you know, can bring you down really quickly, but yeah. that's why I didn't, you know,
1: yeah. I didn't have the money for Dr- You me. know what? Hey, here's the thing nowadays too. Larry, drugs are for the young. <laughs> 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 we're, we're a kid's game. We're too, we're too old for drugs.
2: I oh my god, I, I couldn't even imagine. And also with all the you, shit out there that are mixing oh, in with this methanol.
1: Dude, I mean, when you see like a a, a a news report like this little tiny speck of this drug will make a, you know, will make a rhino fall over of a heart attack and go, oh boy, oh boy, it's scary <laughs> out there. All right, let's turn to the chat. Nikki popped in. Um uh oh this is funny, lady first of all Nikki says happy anniversary. There mm-hmm. you go uh lady poopington is it wrong i've made the show a drinking game every time you say name a drink i take a drink no not at all lady poopington by the way larry that's denise that's denise Ah. enough yeah (laughs) um and she's drinking boxed wine and that's a fact so and she uh, she, so all right so Nikki says oh it's really small oh it's so much i'll read it i work with SUD slash AUD patients are probably, I I guess uh, substance abuse people at both a hospital setting and an outpatient setting at a medical practice actively play a part on the, but there was patient's med team, substance uh, use disorder, alcohol use disorder. There you go. I'm trying to kick down the stigma surrounding mental health and addiction issues. Agreed. Okay. I help connect people to community resources, assist with barriers to treatment. I work all things addiction and recovery related. We have lost too many, way too young. So this is my passion, my purpose. Right on. Right fucking on. That's great, Nikki, Nikki is out there. You know, a lot of people, keyboard warriors, or social, and I, I don't mean that shitty. Like we do what we can, but Nikki is out there, and she's telling me, you know, it's it's, you know, obviously not a lot of happy. Often I shouldn't say not a lot. Often a less than happy ending, of course, as you would expect. And we're uh, gonna get emotional. And I'm a goddamn if she doesn't get up and go fucking do it again. Yeah. You know, knowing that you know, it is that, 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 that path is fraught with heartache and pain and stuff, but, uh, she does it because she makes a difference. She's a lifeline to somebody. Yeah. And that's pretty damn awesome. And it's true.
0: And it's true that I, well, I think it's true. And I, and, and, um, you know, Larry, you can let me know, um, that you were fortunate to be able to from the jump decide and be able to, 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 you know, to keep, continue your sobriety. But for a lot of people who battle addiction, it's, it's, you really you, you stumble and you fall and you relapse, but you try to get back on the whor- back on the horse and get sober again and try again. It's not a, it's not a just, Oh, I, I, I felt, I fell off the horse. That's it. I guess I can't do this anymore. And I
2: think that's
1: right. yeah. something. Oh, I broke people... my streak. It's over now. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah.
2: And I think no, that's no, some, you're, that I mean, some people right. don't you understand. Right. Yeah. You, you know, you, you want to, um, you know, the, the people go quote in and out of the rooms. We say, um, a lot. Uh, and it's, you know, we, we, we always say, you know, we'll keep a chair for you. Um, we'll hope that you come back. Uh, and and again, there's no judgment on it. People have to find their own path with this, their own journey. And, uh, as I had to find with me now, you know, I was just done, you know, like I was done and I was very lucky because, uh, you know, my brother was very involved and that helped me a little bit, get to know people a little quicker. I was apprehensive though, because everybody, and I don't mean this, you know they all felt so happy and so you know (laughs) born again what's with all this joy oh god and i was like you know i really don't want to be around that and and i just found out they were all a bunch of drunks like me Mm -hmm. that was the thing that i learned in AA. AA is an amazing program so is na and all those programs because you you're around people like you so you really you know you learn like they start telling their stories and you go that's my story. Do you know, in the first three years of my sobriety, I lost my three best drinking buddies. Okay. So the first month I'm sober, Dot Ritz dies in a terrible car accident on the Fifth Street Highway at 2 a.m.
1: Oh, it's you the- mean lost, lost. I think you made like you stopped being friends. die no,
2: died. Oh. Okay. Then a year later, my best drinking buddy, Janice, okay, she uh, she used to shoot up. Now, I never did that. I hate needles. So. Yeah, you
1: and me both, brother. Boy. Yeah.
2: But anyway, she uh, she got blood poisoning from needles, and uh, killed her a year later. And then a year later, her son, who I tried to get sober, and he said it's really the drugs, it's not the drinking. He went back to drinking, went back to cocaine, and had an overdose. So three years, wow. three best buddies. Right. So that was me. I was in that line. Like you know, I would have been. I would have stayed with
1: them. The next time I'd order fall... Yeah, who, who knows? Uh, so. um, Nikki checking in again. Some people can have a drink at a wedding and their lives don't become imaginable. Then there's alcoholics who do drink in misery and destruction. What a perfect wording. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. there's always that back end of it. Again, hey, I'm the handsomest boy in the world. And then, but then there's, you know, there's stuff. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, you know, I think what you have to understand is the. the, the, the the reason why, like you were saying, well, you have binged a bit or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, Fourteen, fifty. I don't drink. I wouldn't drink every night, but when I did, 14, 15, 16 beers easy. Like, who thought, but, but why?
2: But you well, know, true. But it's when you're having consequences from yeah. alcohol, well, or yeah. drugs. That is the thing. So, you know, yeah, maybe you did a little too much, went a little overboard, but. I was having consequences. Yeah. I was having, yeah. you know, uh, I left my wife and, uh, you know, I was doing illegal things and I was getting into trouble and, you know, I, you know, I was really, were you, were
1: you sucking things for Coke money, Larry?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was me. I thought of you the whole
1: time. I don't know. Oh, hell. Well, oh. <laughs> hey, give me a Because I was right next to you going, Hey, but it's good. The hours are good. Aren't they?
2: <laughs> Actually my favorite drug. And I, and I don't do this kids out there. <laughs> uh was uh trips i i did only four of them but i gotta tell you that was a mind opening experience i you know when you talk about the creative thing you mean lsd uh, yeah well acid you know acid, but yeah. it's, like, mm-hmm. it's a, i mean it's a like pure lsd <laughs> yeah yeah um wow. but you know it was it was kind of wild and i i don't regret doing that i'm glad i didn't die doing it but uh I mean, we went through a car wash like eight times because you just, didn't have a car. Yeah, car. Yeah, <laughs> oh, let's go through again. <laughs> but um, you know, that's war stories. You call them war stories. Right. But uh, I got, right. a, I got a lot of them. I had a lot of fun partying.
1: Oh and yeah, don't no, blame me. I, yeah. but it, you know, no one, no one really wants to talk about that. Oh, I mean, that's not true. But it's like, you know, fucking right. cocaine. I
0: mean, it can cocaine's fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that, it's that thing where you think like, you know, yeah, it's not, it's not all misery, right? You're no! getting something from it and, 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 and delight or, or joy is, is sometimes part of that because yeah. and that's, and that's,
2: that's real. It is. I mean, you know what, what's really hard, you know, I feel bad for people who have food addictions because you have to eat. Yes. You know, you yeah. don't have to drink, but you you have to yeah. eat. And, and people who go to OA and do that stuff. Right. That is so hard.
1: And, La- Larry's uh, also a sex addict, but he also has the same amount of time since, since he's used. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go on in that. Know, I'll tell you. All right, let's check back in with the, uh, uh, Nikki again. Everything is cut with fentanyl. Drugs today are different than they were back in the day. This shit is deadly, literally, life or death. I help people find the way to treatment. It's heavy sometimes, but it's also rewarding. Short. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I mean it, honey. you you're 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 there. 12-step meetings are great. I also recognize that there are many pathways to recovery. We just have to find what works for each individual. Yeah, we're going to touch right. on that later. Uh, I have a couple of questions. Exactly, because Nick and I talked about that. Is that, you know, they're, they're, you know if there's many ways to get there, there's many ways to, you know, help get out of it too. So it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. I have a lot of OD cases from cocaine users that are unaware of s fentanyl. Yeah. Mm. Jesus. Um,
2: I can't. Uh, like I said, I would she's right. I mean, what we were doing back in the eighties and, you know, into the nineties is not, I mean, today it's deadly. And I, 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 I wouldn't, I could never go there, you know, yeah. and then, you know, 24 years later, now some of this is genetic, but you know, I had a, a heart issue, you know, because of probably what I did for 19 years. Yeah. And even though I stopped at 39, right. you know, it, it, you have consequences.
1: Let me ask you and Nikki, maybe you can jump in here in your experience, I think outside of things like, you know, you hear about genetic predispositions and things. Oh, I knew I was going to stumble on that word. Um, are there, do you see a lot, and maybe this is more for Nick, you're in, you're in the, you know, you're working it. Um, do you see any common factors you see that, you know, basically if you're building the perfect addict, you know what I mean? Like, are there a lot of things, you know, I, I I know things like upbringing and just access, but like, are there a lot of, are there common traits you see often? I I mean, I think Nikki could answer this better. I don't think
2: so. I think it's, you know, it's, I mean, grandiosity is part of it, but you know, there's some people, like I liked bars. I wanted to be out with people. I wanted to be partying. Okay. There's some people who like, they want to be home with their bottle by
1: themselves.
2: That was never me.
1: Bars are fun.
2: Yeah, I liked, you know, I loved old, especially old looking bars, the Waldorf, you know, you're the
1: better, baby. Yeah, there you you go.
2: I love that stuff, the you know, um, but by the end, you know, I was drinking at like cheap, you know, you know, I don't mean this rudely, but kind of, we called them ghetto bars because they were Mm -hmm. cheap and uh, we would go there. Drinking aftershave. That question better (laughs) as far as some of the things that, that tie it all together. But Mm -hmm. Nicky, where are you? Oh, there you go.
1: Ah, well, she just <laughs> say our city is in crisis. Oh, there you go. Yeah, a lot of past trauma. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would imagine. Um, now, the, the desire, let me clear that out. The desire to sort of alter our consciousness and not to use a clinical term, get fucked up, is not a new thing, a new phenomenon. I'm sure it's been around as long as humanity has been, you know, I was joking. I say, you know, there was a caveman who, uh, he saw a puddle. He was getting a drink out of it and it had some, uh, barley in it that fermented. And he's like, ho. Oh, this fucking puddle and he calls his friend over. Tommy! Tommy, you gotta <laughs> try this fucking puddle water here. Holy shit. And him and Tommy the came in are drinking fucking puddle water, you know, and they're like, hey, am I am I do you think women will find me attractive? Or they're questioning <laughs> about why they, you know, their animal skins only have the one strap on the one side. You know, they start getting really deep and philosophical, or whatever, you know. So it's not like that desire to alter a consciousness is anyway a new thing. In fact, Larry, as we pointed out, is what we call "in old head. Larry was probably slamming shots with Ben Franklin at Ye oldie Pub. Right, Larry? I wish. <laughs> you I wish? wish. But the good thing about Larry is he led to a wonderful thing where he told Franklin, go fly a kite. Get it, Larry? Maria, get ah, it? Go ah, fly a kite. I got it. Oh. I got it.
2: <laughs> Franklin's That's a character good. in the play.
1: Oh yeah, and Larry, I know you played Ben Franklin in 1776, also. Yeah, yeah I did.
2: in yeah. just another illegitimate child of John Lennon. He's one of the, <laughs> the, the, the characters. Yeah, he cut that's from the play.
1: Play right. Because yeah, he was a
2: sex uh, act addict. Really. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um.
1: So so knowing that, so I I think, I think what changes perception. And really kind of like who the addicts are because we all have this image back in the day, especially those of us, we're all, you know, over a certain age of the druggy guy, the druggy guy. But right. it's really, I mean, now. Like the crackhead. The right? crackhead, man, with the uh, humby. But now it's like, you know, uh, kids, you go get a sports injury. You know, Chase is playing lacrosse. He hurts his knee. He go get surgery. He gets some pain pills. Boom. You know, these opioid the crisis, you know. So, I mean. I don't know. Like, like, have you seen, again, I don't want you, you know, but have you seen sort of the community change or do you think, I, I, I don't know how, you know, and that's also one, maybe one for Nikki too, but.
2: That's, me- I mean, that's probably more Nikki. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I know a lot of drunks more so than I know the addict. Right. Um, but uh, you know, I think, you know, you're, it's, it's all kinds of levels. It's like, Mm-hmm. There, you know, my brother was insane. He, he was a, what they call a trash can alcoholic addict. So he would do some Quaaludes and then sort some coke and then drink a bunch of wine. Then he would smoke some weed. Wow. Okay. It was not like that. Okay. I would drink and mm. then sometimes sometimes somebody would have cocaine and we do some cocaine. Yeah. Know? And And it was, you know, but I drank, drank. Drinking for me was always constant, mm. always constant. And then mm. I started getting, you know, headaches. So what do you do? You drink in the morning to get rid of the headache. Yeah. You know the first beer was always hard, but you know then you were often the then drink. it wasn't. Yes. Buff the alcohol back. You know your level up. Right. Um. Uh, but that's a roller coaster ride. Yeah. What I yeah. love in AA or being sober or whatever is you know living life on life's terms. You know, I I you know I have to, I went through uh, a bankruptcy. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, which I got worked out. I, uh, my brother died two years ago and my mother died the month before he died. And, you know, my father died and I didn't have to go drink.
1: Right. You know, I
2: I Uh... went, you know, I, I lived life on life terms. I embrace the pain. Right. You know, everybody thinks life is supposed to be perfect. And if it was perfect, we'd be in quote, if there is one heaven. Okay. So, you know, Life isn't perfect. It's a roller coaster ride, and every time you anesthetize yourself with alcohol or drugs or whatever, you're not living life.
1: Yeah, you know, It's an easy you're not, help. You're not in it. You're well sort said.
2: of escaping from it.
1: So yeah, now, I, love, I love that. Back with Nikki, uh, it's when people start using drugs or alcohol, self-medication, right? Over-prescribing meds, opiates, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, here you go drinks with Ben. Seriously. <laughs> How fucking, uh, yeah, that's maybe the one good, if you get one, if you get one time travel, maybe you go back and episode, maybe have a beer with Ben Franklin.
2: Thank
1: uh, you. Nikki, I've uh, worked in specialized department on rehabs just for the first responders, cops, judges, lawyers, doctors, athletes, upper class, middle class, poor. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that, about about specified meetings and things. Um, loss and grief is huge, it's huge. in addiction. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Oh, Larry's getting messages. Ding! Keep hearing that. Yeah, you
2: know, I I run a theater, and they can't live without me. Ah, wow,
1: exactly. (laughs) Um, So, what I was talking about, sort of, uh, um, you know, what I'm going to touch on, it, it, it ties into what we were just saying, how really, drugs and alcohol is a huge part of society and our culture. It's as American as apple pie, you know, um, things like, I would hit this down, uh, like movies. Yeah, I mean, Cheech and Chong, you know, we, we, we laugh at the drunk guy, you know, Foster, remember God, I'm going to date myself here. Remember Foster Brooks, you know, hmm. I mean, it's, it's incre- I was going to say this to And, and um, uh, how goddamn Coca-Cola had Coke in it for Christ's sake, you know, <laughs> with about a hundred years ago, maybe yeah. my wife mentioned this to me. Uh, if you are a long time viewer, that's not long time, but earlier this season, Maria, when she went home, she went home to clean up, up her, her child at home. And she found, they used to give out, I don't know if they still do, prompts, they give you champagne flutes. I mean, not that they were serving yeah. you alcohol, but it's like, <laughs> why would you give children adult alcohol stemware? Because it's just goblet. so, because it's so tied to, hey, celebrate with something, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, also, I mean, think about it. Look on Facebook, you know, everybody, every time somebody who's normal goes on vacation. What is every picture? Oh, we've, you know, adult beverages. We have this, we have, you know, uh, you know, we're drinking, we're at the, you know, like, it's like, can't you just go on vacation and enjoy vacation? You have to drink yourself into vacation yeah. because you you know you you just have to go party.
1: And you're right. I think that's why you know people always and they always put, oh, I'm back. I need a vacation from my vacation. And you're right. You're probably fucking detoxing is what you're doing. Exactly. I mean, Bree's like, I
0: don't, I don't know. I'm teasing. Te- no, no, no. I know it's true. No, I, for me, just being, an, uh, you know, now I'm, I'm facing double nickels down in another two weeks. That's right. Um, January 25th. I just, and I just can't. I mean, I still enjoy a glass of wine. I enjoy, you know, going out with friends and having, uh, you know, an alcoholic beverage. Right. But gone are the days where I could, you know, just pound until right. I was, you know, uh, in an altered state because yeah. it's it it's not worth it anymore for yeah. me because it, yeah. it, it would be too it would be back when I was in my twenties and you would get up and you go oh my head hurts a little bit I'm gonna eat a burger and have yeah. some fries and drink a little Gatorade and take a nap and then by one o'clock I feel okay
1: yeah what is a greasy food like three by the days, way.
0: it's three days later and it'd be like and I'm just starting to feel like a yes. human being it is not w- I do not have time to
1: waste that's a day what was- and a half
0: not feeling awesome. I just, it's just not worth it to me anymore. That's like, what was I, like, leading I, to one me. Or two, but I can't, mm. I like, I'm like, eh, right. no, I'm not. And I'm not mixing and I'm not doing this and then doing this and then doing this. Mm. I can't, I can't.
1: I That's can't. what led to me. One of the things that I was like, I need a break because like you said, three, three days, man, you're still going, I'm still a little, you know, and you're dehydrated. I'm still a little not great. Still a like, not, not great. Um, Nikki, yeah. To Larry, sorry for your losses. I've lost siblings and parents. I can relate. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. This um sort of one of the inspirations, whatever, for this uh, episode. Um, I I had a half brother who who, um, sadly battled uh, drug addiction for a while. He got okay, and then he you know like a lot of people, then he wasn't okay, and um, and he wasn't he he, he took his own life, which is, of course you know it's not it's not like everybody. Uh, and people with addiction die from the substance you know meaning right. directly you know what I mean yeah, right. um, oh here you go saying hi to, hi to Brian Brian Olam where you at are you in here somewhere are you watching <laughs> I don't know um, but anyway so let's take a moment to uh, we have a sponsor Larry and you know what <laughs> hold on Larry? He's not a beer distributor. Don't worry about it. Larry, you've woken up in a few gutters, right? Well, (laughs) then you should have called Exeter Gutter Cleaning LLC. I'm the fucking king of the subway, aren't I? (laughs) Our sponsor, uh, if you're a long time, if you're watching the show, I mean, you've heard us say it all. Um, They don't let the name fool you, Exeter Gutter Cleaning. But of course, my man, Chris Herder, does all kinds of exterior work. But he also does interior work. You know what, Maria? It's a little bit colder now. What? What? It is. It maybe, is. Maybe not time to be doing it outside Your stuff. gutters might
0: be freezing. Like they might be getting like you know, that's what you want. You don't want to have the like get uh uh you know some 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 water from maybe like a a rain or a slush and then it gets and then it gets melty and it's stuck in your gutter and then we freeze. Right. And then you've what? got then the weight of the ice in the gutter causes the gutter to like you know.
1: Thank you. Yes. Maria, not good. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for your TED talk. exactly, you're right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I you need to truth. do that preventative maintenance for your house, but also all kinds of stuff, indoor stuff. If you basically, if you need it um, rebuilt, repaired, hell, added on a little bit, chances are my man, Curse or Exeter Gutter Cleaning, can do the job for you. By the way, still healing up. Had hip surgery a co- couple I was weeks just ago. Say,
0: he so was up and about not too long though. So that he could better serve his clients, he went and got a new friggin' hip. He's bionic now.
1: Yeah, he's already up he's and like
0: about. A, I don't know how like he does a it. Super soldier. He does. He does the thing like the super soldier does with his arm. He does it with his leg now. With his leg now. Yes, he can like he can go around like this. It's
1: amazing. Yeah, he's 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 half bionic now. Exactly. Yes, he he
0: he's a six million dollar. But, he lives in Boyertown,
1: so I don't know, fifty bucks, right. seventy-five bucks tops. But
0: all right, but it's no, thirty-five thousand. I don't know.
1: Chris is 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 the hardest working man in all of home repair. So right there, there's a phone number six one zero six nine eight thirty eight seventy six, and also check him out on Facebook, Exeter Gutter Cleaning. He's got tons of before and after photos, you know. And let's be honest, like we always say, you know your fat ass ain't gonna put that ladder you know, anymore, okay. you know what I mean, more should you you know, you're probably yeah. not, you know hey honey, I'm gonna get to that thing and like five years go by you know, you told yeah. me you were gonna do that thing when Larry was still drinking, that's how long it's been, that's yeah, a long time that's a long fucking time well you haven't done it, well guess what one quick phone call, set it up with Chris That's um, that's that's internet magic by the way it's done It's And like we always say, you're not getting a big box store who hire outside contractors and you bring people in like the guy that came to my old house who smelled and let people in have a glass of water when I was out of the house. Yeah, that really (laughs) happened, by the way. That's a true story. Well, Chris is not going to let strangers stroll into your abode. And uh, he's just a great guy. All kidding aside, he's done work for me here and he's the best. So give him a call if you need work Mm -hmm. today. All right, there we go. Uh, let's check back in with the chat. Um, at Nikki, welcome to our TED Talk. Exactly. Hi, thanks for tuning in. Today, we're talking about getting fucked up. Exactly. You know what's funny? I'm not going to name names, but I have a few friends. You know, I'm a man of a certain age, 51, about to be 52 in April. And they're still, they're my, my class. I know Larry's like, I met you when you were still a sperm cell. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and they still say things like, I'm going to go out and get fucked up. And I'm like, I'll go out and have some drinks with you. We'll have a good time. <laughs> we might even drink too much, but to but to make it your mission, let's go out and get fucked up. Rearview mirror, my friend. Those days are in the rearview mirror, which I can't mm-hmm. see right because I had a to few too many drinks. I'm kidding. Don't drink and drive. Um, hey, Exeter ex- gutter cleaning. Oh, she's tagging her friend. Brian Ullum is the dog handler. In-laws was telling you about yeah, Brian who's been on this very The audio version of the show uh, He's a professional dog handler Which is you know what I should have Most of the time on this version It's interesting mm-hmm. uh, Nikki 911 suicide and crisis hotline Yes mm-hmm. If you or someone you know Is going through a tough time You know Don't fuck around um, yeah. So we, we kind of touched on this Larry uh, the, 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 the Losing your spark That whole thing Exactly it's a bunch of shit I mean, you get that momentary shot of confidence, and you feel good for a second. But like you said, there's always consequences, and a back end to things. Next, I wanted to go because I um um couldn't leave this out. Uh, Larry and Nikki, and anyone in the chat, by the way. Um, I thank you, Nikki. I'm glad you're still here. Everybody else, jump in. I want to know you're still here. I want to make sure the stream's going okay. I don't know what happened to you. Um, what do you think the role of uh oh? And we actually missed on this. I, I, we talked about Nick and I on the phone earlier about, obviously, things, you know, COVID didn't help, a lot of isolation. You know, I think there's stats on that, how deaths, drug addiction, and things it, it went up during COVID. Because, again... You know, as much as people talk about, you know, you know that friend on Facebook that's like, oh, it's too peoply out there today. And you know what? I'm a lot in the same way. You know, we have a little fun little thing that we hang in our house is like, just stay home. Let's stay home kind of <laughs> a fun thing. But at the end of the day, people need human contact. And Larry, like you said, bars are perfect for that because, you know, and it's I, it's like you opening get cheers. You know, everybody's like, yeah, we're singing songs and having fun.
0: And but it also seems great. I think that's, that's part of it too, is right. You know, like certain people need certain things. Yeah. So like, yeah, some people are perfectly happy to just stay home and, and play video games or, you know, hang with their family or just, but then there are other people who are, who might be in crisis in the situation that they are at home and that leaving that home and going to a bar d- yeah. to, to find relief from the situation, the trauma that might be happening in the house that's that's you know staying home is the last thing you want to do
1: yeah that I mean, was a lot of a lot of again because if you, if you do two years ago think about what's going on there that was some of it too i'm like i really just like drinking at home because you can't you can't yeah you, you know not too many dois you know not too no. many public drunkenness uh but then but you some know,
0: people need that social connection and a lot of times the social connections are where where do you go yeah. like unless you're in a bowling league or if you are you know attached to some other um passion or mm-hmm. creative outlet or a director theater,
1: at a local community you know, theater or something,
0: something like that Larry. right like where do you go like yeah. same thing like when people say well i don't know where to meet people i guess i'll go to a bar yeah because yeah. that's like a, the most one of the most accessible places for people to just to connect and for a, for most people it's that's fine but for mm-hmm. some and it's it- it's it's a recipe for disaster. And it so. takes
1: people. If it takes people to, you know, revel, it also takes people to help, you know. Mm-hmm. No man is an island. Uh, you know, there's a lot of reaching hands out there, so look for help. Uh, oh, well, that's Ross, still, it's check like, it in. It's like like up, same- real quick, Ross, not watching via YouTube, but great. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, there you go, Christopher. For me, it thrived off of my social anxiety, and I would isolate, which led to heavier use up to three and a half grams of meth a day. Yeah, yeah, I've dabbled in some of that stupid shit, and uh, like I said, whoo, hey, and then it's six in the morning, and uh, you're at a bachelor party, and you go, I shouldn't still be up, so yeah, definitely, it, it, it is Well, like Nikki said earlier about uh, self-medication, and it's tough, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I get it, I have, I have um, I'm on the, uh, the Zoloft, because I have mm. panic attacks, Because I'm crazy. So, but you know, so that's another thing. You gotta be careful with some of that. And uh, it is, it's an easy escape, you know, to Mm -hmm. do that stuff. Um, Now, I wanted to ask about, um, I couldn't get a little not political uh, as far as the role of the war on drugs and really what role the government has. Now, I will lead off and say, you know, Larry, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm, I consider myself pretty damn libertarian leaning. Uh, I, I, like this, by the way, I'm not necessarily advocating for teetotally. like Maria, go out, have fun. Anybody do your thing. It's just, sometimes there are people that, you know, go to excess, you know, like anything else. People too, like you said, Larry brought up food addiction, eating too much you know, sex too much, whatever. Wink, wink, wink. Um, there's a cure for that marriage. But anyway, um, but you know, folks, you know, they, they have a food for that wedding cake, but I'll tell you, you know, I'll tell you, it's all right, right. You know, but, uh, you know, so I, I but, but I also, I also believe that if there's no now we can talk about crime as far as what it leads people to do. But as far as, if you're talking about just control of your own body and, you know, your body, your choice, it extends to what you want to put in your body. You know, there are people doing stupid amounts of time because they had a certain plant that someone else wanted to buy off them, that kind of stuff. So I think the world on drugs overall is a huge fucking failure because it was only ever about stigmatizing people, punishing people, and helping people was way the fuck in the back room over ah, the back, yeah, the, the warehouse, the back of the warehouse there. So I don't know. Any thoughts, like, guys.
0: I feel like back of that, I mean, the times when we were growing up, too, um, which is the, like, you know, for me, it was late 70s into the 80s. And ni- and then I was in college in the, by the end of the 80s. Um, it's I think at that point, because that was like the Reagan years with Nancy and her nonsense. Um, but I, I feel like I, I thank goodness we are uh, much better. The research has been done and people, I think back then it was just like, you're just a bad person. If you do, if you do this, you're, you know, if you do drugs, it's bad and you're bad. And, you know, and then you have to be punished because you're bad for doing drugs. And uh, the fact that no one ever really talked about, I mean, they talked. you know, they had the stigmatized idea of, you know, you're going to be in a gutter with a needle in your arm. And, you know, it was just, it was so the hyperbole was so, Ridiculous that it made you think. So, for some kids, at least, you know, and when I was in college, it's like, yeah, no, that's not going to be me. I'm not going to be. That's, that's, that's in an alley. Nobody sets out to become York an addict somewhere. or alcoholic. No, right,
1: no one right. puts, when they're a kid and they say, I want to be a fireman. I want to be an right. astronaut. I right. want to uh, uh, be distanced from my family because I sold their right. fucking TV because I can't. Exactly. So, and, and everybody, it just, you and know. it's,
0: yeah, and it's just the fact that like people like never, it's not like, it was just like this cartoonish kind of, of, of thing that you'd be like, well, that's not going to be me. Yeah. Cause that's not gonna be me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in an alley in a, in an urban setting, you know, it's, I'm not in a crack house. The mm-hmm. crack, when I was growing, it was all like, oh, crackheads, crackheads, crack houses. It was like, well, we're that, that that's not going to be me because mm-hmm. that's, you know, not, it's just, it's just not, that's mm-hmm. not my, my the demographic that I am. And it's just, I, I feel like now at least, you know, 30, 40 years later, we're finally recognizing that it's just not, it's not like people are like, oh, I'm just, I'm, I, yes, I'm going to, there, I'm going to be a cocaine. There are fat.
1: plenty of bored fucking housewives and mothers of young children who are taking their fucking kids Ritalin and their AD, you know, their ADD medicine. Absolutely. There is a culture and they're having, oh, wait my, I'm going to have my little four o'clock wine and all that kind of stuff, right. which is fine. And
0: then, and then pointing it to, like, more of the things like, you know, like, oh, the cartels and the,
1: you know, it's being brought yeah. in from you want, other countries. That ties in with some of the border meanwhile, stuff, too. You want to right, fight meanwhile. the war on drugs? Fucking legalize a lot of that shit. Boom. Because right. a lot of it, again, it's a—people can argue with it. Maybe it's a whole other episode. But to me, in a lot of ways, it is victimless to a point. I mean, there are certain things that lead to bad behavior. Hold on, Ross. We already lost the war on drugs. Prohibition. Eh uh uh here you go denise just say no made us kids want to say yeah yes exactly um there's more profit to keep people addicted keeping them in the system just like there's more money in cancer treatment than the cure that's true same concept big farmer profits so the politicians do as well no one ever wants to be a junkie when they grow up remember that commercial yeah yeah Yeah. i learned it from watching you that one too so (laughs) larry your thoughts your thoughts on (laughs) on the role of government and things i
2: can't agree with you Uh, my problem is my problem. Okay. I put the drink to my mouth. I get the pot. I get whatever, you know? Uh, I mean, uh, certainly if, if, uh, other drugs were, they wouldn't be cut with fentanyl if, you know, and they could be taxed by the government. Uh, but you know, we have this whole moral issue in our lives. Right. I, you know, I will say though that my daughter was just up in New York and they've legalized pot. And she said that all through Times Square. Now, it happened to be like the day after that it was legalized. And hmm. she said she's smelling pot, and like, oh, it got became so heavy that she started to get a headache. And mm-hmm. um, you know, someone like myself doesn't really need to get a contact high from somebody
1: smoking. Right. You know, even
2: right. outside, she said it was literally outside New York. It just smelled like marijuana.
1: To be fair, public urination is also against the law, and New York. <laughs> Manhattan midsummer, outside of Port Authority.
2: Ooh, it's pretty nasty. Ooh, <laughs> <It's pretty laughs> but you know, again, what my point was was, you know, there should be some limits on where you could do it, when you, you know,
1: what I right. mean. Sure. Uh, and then go I to think special bars
2: that you can have hot start happening. or whatever.
1: It, it, it all goes back for me to exactly. It, it's it's you know the big thing in sort of libertarian philosophy is about non-aggression principle. You can't aggress against people. So yeah. So if you're polluting people's space or whatever, you're absolutely, of course, you know, but it's like things like, you know, like we said, I mean, it's, it should be more focused. Here's the thing. Okay. Heroin and lots of things are very illegal now. Here's this conversation. Here's a woman I know whose job involves helping people. It's not like it works in the sense that you just, you know, <laughs> we just say, "Oh, somebody's Ill- you know illegal." Like they should try that with rape. Just making rape illegal, you know what I mean? And, and I know I'm, go- I'm going off for a little bit. It's a little hyperbolic, but, um, <laughs> but but absolutely. I mean, people. There you go. Yeah, Reagan and Bush put open the borders. Yeah, if you watch go back, Ross, there's an episode maybe three or four ago uh, about immigration, where I actually played the clip from the 1980 Republican um, uh, primary, uh, a debate and Reagan and Bush senior couldn't stop it. They couldn't, they were crawling over each other. I'm going to let a bunch of people in. I'm going to be the more compassionate conservative. And I was contrasting it to how things are today. So that was the point of that. So go back and look at that. Mm -hmm. It's called uh, immigration is the sincerest form of flattery. I love me a catchy title. (laughs)
0: that um, I mean, yeah, was very good. Yes.
1: Nikki contact tie. Ross, I get headaches from pot. My sergeant once told me that I'm better than the canine because my headaches got worse with crappy quality pot. I could both detect and <laughs> test for quality. Um, yeah, fun fact. Uh, I saw that. Uh, fun fact about Ross, he uh, was a Secret Service agent, but that's a whole other <laughs> thing. So, narc, narc, narc. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, that's true. Um, I have, so, I so, I think it's... Good. Please, I'm sorry, I was just gonna say gets, the thing that also This is an important question.
2: How long are we going? Because my my computer's <laughs> down at 22 percent You're getting no. All
1: right, we're gonna wrap it up soon. We're gonna <laughs> wrap it up soon. I, I don't want the I don't want that's me to okay. walk. Don't you have it plugged in? Ready? I didn't because I came down to the Okay, head yeah, I can <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna try to go the whole episode without doing my Larry impression. But anybody, <laughs> this goes way, way back. In fact, it's turned into a thing. Like people do the impression, of the impression, but it goes Hey, I'm, I'm busy. Larry, by the way, let me say this. Larry is, without a doubt, the hardest working man in regional theater. Does more to promote it, more to keep its name going? Plenty of people, I'm not saying he's alone, but no one works harder than Larry. Larry, and I, it came out of sort of um those end days when things were, you know, just it was just before seeking help. Like Larry and loves, he's like you said, he has two kids, he loves very much. And he would make, I, you know, and they would be around rehearsals and things. And there were little kids and little kids go, Hey, daddy, daddy, can I get all that stuff? So Larry would be like, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm trying to get help. And my kids and my life, hold on, Spencer, I'm doing something here. I, and you know, and my kids and my life and every, Simon, hold on. what's that? I'm trying to talk to him and and we get worked up and worked up and finally, we, Oh my God, daddy's working. Okay. Simon, come get your brother. All right. your kids are driving me freaking nuts. I'm trying to do something here and all you do is nag me. Where I, was I? I? That where was now. oh yeah, my my, my, my kids, my dogs. my, my kids and my I life. You <laughs> Say that again, Larry. I do
2: that with my dog. You do with
1: your dogs now. <laughs> Daddy's, working. <They> Daddy's <laughs> working. God damn it! But anyway, where was I? Oh, my kids and my life. Oh, my little angels. <laughs> well, yeah, no, Nikki. Legalize uh, marijuana. I'm sorry.
2: I, I got my Yankees on. I know you're a silly.
1: Oh fan. yeah, Anyway, We'll get into that. Maybe not this episode, but you with you, your Yankee shit. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that. Reading brushed up against fucking the Bronx. You know what I mean? When you grew up in Reading, <laughs> asshole. You literally live in a town that has the double A team of of the of the, the city right near you. But ah, <laughs> yeah, because you because you go back to Babe Ruth. You and Babe Ruth used to slug fucking oh, yeah, beers, right? Me and
2: the me and the Babe.
1: Um, <laughs> legalization legalized marijuana decriminalization works in other countries crime rate hose down I'm gonna guess she meant goes down hello uh, as well as homelessness look at the Portugal model yeah at the end mm-hmm. of the day too who the fuck who, how much dominion does some other group of people even they call themselves government have over you but that's wacky kooky uh, libertarian uh, Brian Victor go liar Brian Victor. hey Brian how you doing long so? time also genesis uh, is he still president
2: No, he's vice president. Vice president.
1: There you go. (laughs) He got a a better offer. Um, All right. Um, We're going to... um, We're going to quickly... We're going to play a game. This is going to be off-topic here. Uh, It's something we do on the show. Larry, you get to participate. Oh, there goes the mouse being weird. It's uh, the question that's on everyone's mind. The question is... Am I the asshole? Very quick rundown what it is. On Reddit, there's a topic... There's a subreddit called Am I the Asshole? Basically, people write and they go, hey, you know what? I had this interaction. This thing happened to me. Maybe involving a friend, a parent, a stranger. And this feelings got hurt or something bad happened. And they're putting out for the public at large to go, hey, was I the asshole in this or was it them? So that kind of thing. So it's for us to judge whether or not. Hey, you know what? It could be shades of gray. It could be like no one's the asshole. They're both Mm -hmm. the asshole, but... Maria, of course, will walk us through it and we'll put a little spin on it and then we'll get the hell out of here. All right, Maria, go make it make it quick. Larry, grandpa's computers went on low. 17%. All right,
0: here we go. Here we go. Uh, My sister dropped off my niece, six years old. We'll call her Kate to my house this morning because she had an appointment and I offered to babysit. All she said to me was which foods Kate could and could not eat. And then she left. It's been a while since my own kids so were that age, so I was unsure what to do with her. She mentioned she liked art, so I found my daughter's old art set and let Kate and let her at it. She had a wonderful time. She especially liked the unfinished unicorn statues, which lead, which led me to getting glue and glitter out. By the time Kate was finished, she was covered in paint, glitter, and everything else. I got her into the shower and did my best to clean any mess. But glitter has a tendency to stick to you no matter what you do. And I didn't have time to clubs, wash Kate's Larry, clothes. clubs. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, they are. They are the, uh, uh, the, the uh, herpes
1: of the craft.
0: <laughs> never get rid of Yes,
1: you'll remember years um, from now that there was glitter in your house. Yes. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, I didn't have time to wash Kate's clothes by the time her mother came back. You would have thought I shaved Kate's hair off by the look on my sister's face. She started screaming about how I was irresponsible to let Kate get so filthy. And before she and before she stormed out, she said, I'll never be babysitting Kate again. I did offer to drop off the clothes later uh, and let me after I washed them. But she was too angry at this point for me to reach out. Is she overreacting or am I the asshole for not considering how she would
1: feel about this? And again, how old is this girl? six and she got into some art supplies and got a little right she was baby and...
0: she offered she offered is this a aunt by the way this is her sister yes yeah, her okay. sister's daughter
1: right all right larry also your thoughts babysitter. oh god well,
2: i i i think the other sister Oops. was overreacting you know why you know you have a kid you know you're playing with them you know you want them to do fun crazy things like that yeah. And and have a good time and you know that's what happens when you go to another person's place so you know, right. uh, she was, you know, she didn't say, don't get her dirty.
1: No, yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. And you know what? Here's the problem. She's really mad. And it wasn't written in there. She's mad because the kid got into her bedroom and her neck massager. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, oh, you and Carol gets a sore neck every now and then, honey. Yes. Oh, don't play with that. Oh, it's sticky and weird. It's very solid. It's <laughs> <Hey>, weird. <laughs> Maria, your thoughts.
0: Hey, I uh, having raised a kid, I will tell you right now that no matter what you put them in, yes. be prepared that it's going to get messed up. There you go. Even so, you could uh, kids are not meant to sit in a chair and
1: look pretty. Right. So I kids mean, do kid stuff is what you're saying.
0: Don't put your kid in an outfit. If you if you cannot handle it, getting something on it, stain, food, yes, dirt. Uh, caterpillar guts, right. uh, yes. uh Grass stains, anything. It's they are they are, they are filthy animals.
1: Right. So 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 and, who's the answer? sorry. I'll get all about is Larry's battery going down. So come on, <laughs> come on, come on. All
0: right. Well, definitely the the, the sister of the mother of the child completely yes. overreacted, and I think. She was just mad that her daughter had way more fun with her aunt. She's the than she fun. Had with oh,
1: that's good, Maria. That's good. Very quick on that. Yes, when I was in third grade, we had just moved to Boyertown. My dad, we, 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 you know, we were very, you know, my dad. Hey, I'm gonna. He was from Philly, so he he be one of those guys like hey, he'd say words like that's classy if it's like you know if they had shrimp at, at a place, I kind of thing, whatever. So uh, I was invited to a birthday party, kids, third grade. He's like, you're gonna wear a nice dress shirt and dress shoes and pants. I'm like, Dad, it, it's you know, we're kids yeah, all right he insisted so of course we were sliding down a hill and doing something. and i'm like right, i got the car i go i got fucking dirty you insisted so exactly kids are gonna do kids stuff so yeah. and my old man's dead now so take that i'm kidding i love my dumb kid who was right in the end you know what who was right in the end i have no idea what that means all right let's wrap this up i think um very quickly um nikki and also larry what is a quick because I know people might be like, uh, "Where do I start? What's a good catch-all? Reach out tomorrow, tonight, whatever, where people can start a, 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 a sort of a one-stop shop where people can get information to keep moving forward to meetings and things in their area." Do you know of anything?
2: You can go right online to like AA and and get all kind and NA and get all kinds of information. There's also meeting meetings online that. Because of the pandemic, that really opened that up, like Skype, Zoom, mm. that kind of thing. So, you know, most people have a phone or a computer, that that would be a good start. Uh, even if you just listen, you know, you, you don't you know you don't participate, you just want to hear. Uh, there's lots of good things to read. So right. I think that's a good place to start.
1: That's good. And uh, to know, exactly, and always to remember, there's someone out there who you can reach out to. There's always a lifeline mm. if you sure. choose to accept yeah. it, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then, you know, certainly Nikki, I'm sure, has, you know, phone numbers and places. But, you know, online, it's so easy today, you know. Mm-hmm. Back in the old days, you had to find a friend who maybe had a friend. Right. They called it anonymous. People didn't want to talk about it. Right. You know, you didn't, mm-hmm. I, I'm an open book about it right. because today it's a whole different story. Yeah. You know, but back in the day, like in the 50s, yeah. like, that's why they called it anonymous. You didn't You didn't talk about it. Right. People. You had to
1: look at it, classified ads. How old are right. you? I'm kidding. No, but <laughs> right.
2: Different story today. Yeah, much easier yeah. to find out.
1: So, yeah, yeah, we, and that's we, the
2: thing, right? We, the thing we to- is, is
0: I think I read somewhere that that I read some, I don't know. I was Larry's battery. Was Larry's it. battery.
1: Okay, the, the,
0: they said <laughs> they said uh, uh, the the bravest word in the English language is the word help because yeah. Yeah. it it's important and it's and it's not a sign of weakness and it's not a sign of it's 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 asking for help is is refusing to mm-hmm. give up. Basically, and, 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 so. and the
2: same thing about surrendering—not being afraid to surrender. Mm-hmm. You know that takes a lot of guts. Oh, I'm you
1: good. know what I never took us out of. Thanks, another rousing rendition of "Am I the asshole?" <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that graphics all loaded up. Uh, <laughs> and, by the way, l- l- save me the trouble, um, Larry. The answer is yes. But that you're, you the, <laughs> you're the key. Yeah. Yes, Christopher, <laughs> checking in. There's apps. He's even apps now. There you go. Mm-hmm, Seriously, yeah. no excuse. Get help. All right. I do it for you. Do it for whatever, whatever you need to find there. I, I, I'm not a counselor. I'm not here to save you, but I'm, I'm here to say to anyone or anything. That's important to you. There you go. We talk I mean, it's, often it's your about puppy dog or the your heart. Cat. Yeah, the heart. Exactly. Do it for your dog. Yes. The heart and soul of this show the Backroom Show is about camaraderie, friendship, and love. And we love you, and we care about you, and we want to keep around for a while. And yes, you do have worth, all right? Even some of you that I know, you know, you ain't so great. I'm kidding. You have worth? <laughs> you know, just get out of my way on the road sometimes. Um Thank you, Gary. Anyway. Yeah. Larry, any, uh, give us a quick plug uh, for Fetcho Productions, Larry. Um, has a theatrical well he does live events corporate bonding uh, games and things like that Um, very quickly hold on Gary so great to see your podcast is back Brian I love you it's been back in fact it never really went away we do this we still do the audio version but this this uh, uh, video version is relatively new in fact we're just about to hit a year I think next month but thank you I appreciate it Brian Brian's a great guy Uh, National Hotline there you go there you go, Nikki. Uh, mental health services, all communities have AANA or 12-step meetings, resources, centers, recovery centers, or call me. Yeah, reach out to freaking Nikki. She'll get you online. Uh, uh, Nicole Loveless, uh, I have a million resources and a big team with even more resources. You know what? If you want to drop me a freaking email, I don't care, whatever. I'll get you in touch with somebody. The smartest person in the room is one of admits they're not the smartest person in the room. There you go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. So... Um, Get your help. Get out there. Um, Larry, very quickly. So yeah, Fetch your Productions, go.
2: Yeah, I mean, we do, uh, you know, murder mystery entertainments, uh, you know, for companies or private parties. We also do team building games, uh, et cetera. And, uh, you know, I for a while, I was doing A Christmas Carol on the uh, Avenue uh, we haven't done it since the pandemic happened, but that was a very cool event where you walked around and got the whole story of a Christmas Carol in West Reading. We were hoping maybe to bring that back next year. Mm-hmm. And then of course I run Genesius theater and we yes. do eight shows a year and we open.
1: Are you, uh, are you officially the artistic director? Yeah, do, I am the official. the artist- artistic director of Genesius theater in Reading. They do great shows. Um, they do not skimp on it's a small intimate theater, but they do not skimp on talent. Um, uh, production value. It's just I've done some shows there. It's been a long oh. time. I'm not really in the game so much anymore, but it's a great place. And Larry, along with people like Brian and many other people, um, Chris Barrett, Happy birthday, Chris! Happy
2: birthday. We have yeah. come a long way, Janissia. So we have about oh, 100000 dollars worth of lights in our ceiling now, all LEDs. And, wow. Uh, we do some really great work. You got to come back and see a show. But uh, mm-hmm. Valentine's week, we're doing a show called The Other Josh Cohen. It's a A rom-com musical, very funny, uh, really good, really a good show. I think it's, it's, is the
1: web address the genesisdifference.org? Yeah, just Google Genesius uh, and look at him on Facebook. You'll get all the the social media. Musicians. I'm sorry?
2: Uh, Genesius is the patron saint of actors and musicians. Everybody Mm -hmm. thinks we're Genesis.
1: Yes, people get Genesis (laughs) a lot, yes. It's not Genesis. Stop typing that, you um, assholes. Uh, Ross, I'm loving the Beckham. Goddamn right. You are. Yes. Tons. There you go. Nikki proud of you. There you go. Um, so good. So check that out. Genesis theater, Fetcho productions. Um, I see any last thoughts, Larry, very quickly. You want to add about this topic? Well, you know, I just want to say, you know, you know,
2: there's no shame in getting help. Like you said, I really agree with you, you know, go out, There's plenty of, like I said, there's no excuses. It's so easy to find all kinds of information. And, you know, don't give up with it. You know, like it it may not work the first time, go back the second time, Uh, go back the third time. Um, The other thing that you should do, we should do another podcast or or show like this on on the other side, Al-Anon, the codependence of Mm. people who are are dealing with alcoholics and drug addicts, because that's the whole other story. I'm that was going to be
1: what, kind of one of the things, but, you know, that was going to be more Nikki such yeah. Exactly. Family stuff. And we talked, funny, she told me that there's culturally specific, and she kind of touched on it, about meetings for people in the same profession, you know, uh, 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 first mm-hmm. responders, um, LGBTQ, things like yeah. that. So, you know, it, 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 if, if it's maybe you're not comfortable or maybe you're more comfortable in a certain that's fine. There's a group or someone out there for you, Christopher. Thank you. You are very welcome. My friend, my nephew, I, I love too. you. I and you're, you're, you're doing great, buddy. You're kicking ass. Um, so there you go. Bottom line. Exactly. We love you and get help. I think that's everything. Oh, very quickly before we go. Um, someone I want to talk about very quickly. This will be very quick. Um, I always say these for the end. Um, we lost another good one in December about the 21st. I believe, um, Linda Groff, Linda Groff was on this very program. The audio version. She, uh, oh, that's the I it for the end. Uh, she was, we met her in end of 16. I believe she, we went to get our lab Louie trained and she was our dog trainer. Well, she's awesome. And she became our friend and cause she's great. Um, and she was on the show. So she's not only a friend, she's a friend of the show. And this is, um, we stick pictures before. I mean, that's Linda in the center there in the red shirt. And the back there, great smile. And of course you have to take the funny goofy one, right? Oh, right. Mm. And if you see Linda's shirt, because she was a dog, she, was, she loved dogs uh, um, through and through. She dedicated her life. to to the betterment of dogs in society. You know, something funny, something you learn is, you know, it sounds so hacky, but, you know, she did not train dogs, she trained people to learn how to work with their dogs, that kind of thing. And um, uh, so you see the shirt, it says, the more the terrier, well, there's the lovely Denise there. And Denise is, and knowing that we have terriers, um, and Denise says, I love that shirt. You know what Linda did? She dropped off shirts and she got her that very shirt. So anyway, she was a good person. Um, just a ray of light And uh, gone too soon So that's it Linda thank you from uh, me and Denise Thank you for the friendship um, And thank you for being a part of our lives And all the good you did For humanity So that's it And rest in peace So mm-hmm. that's it It's not a, It's, not a, it's not an official backroom show unless I end crying <laughs> um, Again check <laughs> us out so much, On all the social media Backroom uh, uh, There we go uh, please, please, please subscribe to that. It really helps us. Helps us get seen more, uh, and, and so it helps the algorithm. Um, and also uh, check us out. Uh, where am I at? Facebook. We have two: the Backroom Show and the Backroom Network. So, a Backroom Show. The look, and the Backroom Network. Look to those for any information about Gary's friends. I'm not going to start a whole new page on that because let's be honest people ask thank you sorry for your loss Gary appreciate that Ross people ask you enough to like stuff so I'm not gonna ask you like another page but um Larry so we were saying like you would say something
2: I got nothing I just got two percent
1: there you go all right perfect timing all right thank you Larry Nikki we'll work it out for next time thank you so much for your information Larry love you there you go hugs Gary thank you Nikki I appreciate that um so, Genesis Theater, fetch your production, check it out. Nikki, thank you so much. Larry, I love you. You handsome son of a bitch, you. And everybody, reach out to somebody. Uh, there's just there's somebody's always there for you. So, um, that's it. So, thank you for watching and listening on the audio version. And we'll see you next time. Where, Maria? In the back room. Ah, boom. See ya.